I hated the cancel culture. I hated the politics. I hated that we couldn't talk to one another. Uh, I never believed or thought that I was so naive that we're all going to get along. But I really just believe that conversations are important. Hi, I'm Christina Crowley, and you're entering a world gone good. Well, hello, my name's Steve, and this is Amazing May, which means this is your second new episode on the same good day. Can I get a woohoo? Woo! Okay, World Gone Good spreads the good through listeners like you who do what you are doing right now. You are listening, and I appreciate that. You can help spread the good by subscribing, rating, and or reviewing us on whatever platform you are on at the moment. And also simply by sharing us with your good friends on social media or, you know, however you like to share stuff. We truly appreciate you and your good efforts to help spread the good. And I say thank you. Anyone who's listened before to our show, I'm sure you know this story. You've heard how this all started. I was looking for a podcast and I couldn't find what I was looking for. So I was like, all right, um, I guess I'll just make it myself. And here we are. But I'm not, you know, going to lie here. I'm certainly not the first person to do this, to follow their passion, and more specifically, make a podcast that comes from that passion. Passion's the key word here. Just it should be like a, like a tote board every time I say it. It goes, ding! Uh, Christina Crowley has been podcasting way longer than I have. I found her podcast, We as Citizens, started listening, and felt beyond inspired by her and her guests. Today... Two podcasters, Christina and I, we're teaming up, Podcasters Unite, and we're going to talk about the good of following your, mine, and our, here comes the word again, get ready to go ding, passion. Well, it would seem that about a month ago, we spent some time together on your podcast, and now you're here on mine. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It was a joy having you on my show, too. So as I've warned you in in your show, I sometimes start with a very wide question and we move our way in. So here's a question for you because you've been doing this a while. What is good about podcasting? Podcasting connects you with people in ways you wouldn't have expected. It opens doors and most of all, you can learn about people. You can learn about yourself, which I think is probably the best thing about it. Now, you've been podcasting since 2012. Yeah. How is that possible? When did podcasting even start? (laughs) It really started about 2009. And I started podcasting in 2012 because I was in a car accident. um, And I had a bad head injury. And my functional neurologist said, well, I had been caught several times uh, repeating myself, and I didn't know it, and I couldn't uh, stop myself. And he said, recording myself would help. And I knew about podcasts, and he also he said, maybe start a podcast, record it for a podcast, because it'll help you by learning something new. So I'm like, okay. And I, and I did, and I recorded it, and I learned something new, and I listened back, and uh you know, so one, it helped me with the head injury. And two, I, I learned something new and I discovered podcasting that way. How many podcasts have you had since 2012? 
four and I produce one for somebody else. Wow. And what was the first one and had, was it related to what the doctor had asked you to do or you just went on a different subject? The first one was kind of about me. It was kind of my self diary, my journal. Um, I guess that's what you would call it. It was, uh, it was a really long title. It was a little bit of everything in the all things possible podcast. Wow. Uh, (laughs) I had a, a blog called inspiration morning and you know, I felt like I lived through that and through the car accident, through layoffs, through a lot of things. I could have stayed in the doom and the gloom of everything negative that had happened. And that's why I chose that route and that name for my podcast. I also called it, I flipped back and forth to uh, go after your passion. Because that's what I, I needed to do. I needed to go after my passion because I... Uh, I didn't have a job and, uh, uh, and I, I realized life was short. Let's go back a little bit further though, because I did some research on you. You went to film school in London. Wow. And where did you grow up before you went there? I grew up in Montana. I, and then we moved to Colorado for a few years and then I went back up to Montana for, um, University of Montana for my undergraduate degree. I had done theater for a while. Um, I went back up to Montana. Um, I quit theater because my mom, my father died and I needed to take care of my mom. And my mom was from just right outside of London. And after she died, I was like, you know, I need to start over. I'm going to go to film school. And uh, there was a good film school uh, inside of London in Crouch End. And, uh, they had, a. I went and interviewed for the school down in Los Angeles and they accepted me. And I was like, well, I'm moving to London. I'm going to go to film school there. And uh, I studied with, uh, it was behind the scenes and they had an actor school there. And I assisted their students with their American accents. Cause I had a somewhat generic American accent, uh, that I could help them with, with, And that was kind of partially what I did as a grad student there. And then I learned from a director, Richard Martin, who uh, in England was a big deal. Uh, He did All Creatures Great and Small. He was one of the original directors of that. And he was also one of the original directors of Doctor Who. Wow. Yeah. And he looks like Doctor Who. I think they took the character as as him. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, it was a glorious two years there. It was everything that I needed it to be. And I, I was mourning the loss of my parents, but I got to kind of connect with uh, my mom and my family and get that amazing experience from it. Now, had you been to London or England before this? Yeah. Uh, I, the first time I went to London was in 1976. And we spent the summer, my mom, my, uh, one of my, I'm number eight of eight. So number seven and I, we uh, spent the summer right outside of London uh, with my grandmother. And then living there was my second trip. And my third trip was about, oh, for my 39th birthday. Wow. Okay. So we have so many things to discuss here. We're going to jump here for a second. Eight of eight. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. It certainly is. How much older is your oldest sibling? My oldest sibling is 19 years older than me. I have nieces and nephews who are older than me. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So you did four podcasts and where did the inspiration come for each of them? Go after your passion started from a blog. It uh back in the days when blogs were you know simple and easy to create and you didn't need much good content on there and so I I I wanted a different focus for my podcast and that was go after your passion. And the last two have come this year. Those have kind of been you know, put to an, a monthly, a weekly, the first two, rather than a weekly, I should say. And I started uh, Wag Woof Love, which is about dogs uh, this year. And I also started We as Citizens this year. That's my, uh, so that's my third and fourth podcast. And I, the idea of them came up last year during um, the stay at home order. And I just wanted some other way of expressing myself and I love dogs. I've been a pet sitter and a dog walker for, you know, since my college days and I've never met, I've only met one dog that hasn't liked me in all of those years. And that's because she had puppies (laughs) (laughs) and that has been my fallback. You know, whenever I've been between jobs or needed, you know, some extra cash, I have, you know, I've long term clients who I'm, I'm their pet sitter and they call me when they go out of town or they travel. And then dog walking is something I picked up. I actually prefer that more because I like, I like being at home and dogs are just kind of second nature to me. And we as citizens came up for me because I hated what was going on in the country. I I hated the cancel culture. I hated the politics. I hated that we couldn't talk to one another. Uh, I never believed or thought that I was so naive that we're all going to get along. But I really just believe that conversations are important, that there are some preconceived notions about people that I have. Uh, Some of them I know where they came from. Some of them I don't know where they came from. And I question them. And I just wanted to meet more people. And I I put it together uh, early this year, I started doing some uh, recordings for it late last year. After my first three people that I wanted said yes, I was like, "Okay, I've I've really got to do this. I I can't uh, I can't put it off anymore." We talked about this on your show. The fire for you was when the first three guests said yes. Yeah, and. Were you hesitant or was that just the sign for you that, yes, this is this is the sign to move forward? Being number eight, you always want that approval. You look up for that approval. It's been hard to break away from that, even though I've done a million things without anybody's approval. But I decided, you know, the first three people said yes. And so, no, I, I really do have to do this because I do believe that these people have something important to say. And you know, who am I to not go forward? You know, the people who I look up to in podcasting, they once were beginners. <laughs> and once that was pointed out to me, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And I got some, you know, support from some friends, you know, to listen early on, you know, who do give me that guidance. I know that we both have that. Sure. Uh, those people who are willing to say, eh, not so good. And, and, when the three of them said yes, I'm like, okay, I've got to put the website together uh, and then uh, just go for it. And, and I'm really glad I did. 
So I found We as Citizens because I was looking for podcasts like World Gone Good. And what I jokingly said to you on your podcast when we spoke over there was you're like the really smart, intelligent version of this show. (laughs) But I love your show and I wish I was as funny as yours, but I've always been a serious person. It's oh. fine. It's, I wish I was more serious and people would take me more serious. We're like we're like a Reese's peanut butter cup. And keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I I have these diverse interests. I think we're all diverse people. And because it, I could never quite put my finger on what bugged me and what truly the show was going to be about until I was like, okay, it's the preconceived notions we have about other people that might be wrong, that these people are more than what they appear to be in a, you know, a 10 word summary. And so I thought, you know, like with Simon Jordan, I knew him for several years on Facebook. Uh, He's a, he's an environmentalist and he's a brand person. And he, you know, he's one of those really multifaceted, interesting people that I was just like, will you do it? Will you do it? You know, he does have a huge following of people. Will you do it? He said, yes, of course. And, uh, so I was like, wow. And then, so I knew him and of the people that I didn't know, I like the, uh, Douglas Lauchs, the, uh, former CIA, uh, case officer. I was like, I know people have visceral responses to the CIA. And I, I know for my family that, uh, they have visceral responses to that. A lot of people do, but I had read his book. Um, and it came out about four or so years ago. And I saw him on TV after that. And I'm like, so he's out. And you normally wouldn't know who a CIA person is. I'm like, that is the biggest person we could have a preconceived notion about. Sure. And I brought him on and, and talked to him. He set the parameters. And I was like, wow. Okay. So it, I found him that way. And it, it took me a while to figure out how to get a hold of him. <laughs> Because um, <laughs> he kept changing identities. No, go ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah, he has no social media. No. Right. Well, of course not. <laughs> and he does it on purpose. And but yet he has a you know. So I listened to an interview and he gave the way to get a hold of him. Like okay, voila. So I finally figured it out how to get a hold of him. And he said yes, and was like right on. He was the one who said yes, and I can do it this today. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. That was your first one? That was the first recording. Oh my gosh. Like the person from the Denver Rescue Mission, I volunteered there last summer into the fall. So I'm like, that is that would be a good interview with somebody because we all have preconceived notions about homeless people. I did. Sure. I truly did. And while I was serving meals there, I saw somebody just like what Nicole said uh, in a suit dressed to go to work but they didn't have enough money for a home. And that was powerful to me. Where did you come up with the name We as Citizens? We're citizens of the world. It's not just of this country. It's not just of, uh, you know, this state. We were so separated last summer. Well, we have been for years, but last summer it came to the forefront and that, uh, there was this global pandemic in 2020 and we couldn't we couldn't stay home for a month you know to get us beyond that we as citizens couldn't come together and that's when it really hit me that we couldn't have conversations with people uh 
that we may have differing opinions about. And so that's, I, I, I toyed with it for a while and I looked for URLs that were available, but that really summed up for me what I wanted it to say. And I it's speaking with other people. They think we as citizens of this country. Well, yeah, that too. Who is your dream guest? One of my dream guests is probably John Curie. He wrote a book about uh, civility. And I would love to have uh, Brendan Burchard on. Because uh, we grew up in the same hometown. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time? Uh, he's a little bit younger than me. Okay. But it, we were still grew up in, we both grew up in Butte, Montana, and it's a mining town. And, uh, you know, he was, he grew up when it was still the mining town. And uh, I I love what he has done and what he has uh, become, how, how he has pulled up his boots. Uh, there's a lot of things that I, I would just enjoy his perspective on. I've read his books. Uh, John Pavlovis is one person who I'd really like to have on. Uh, he, so I have a number of dream guests. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. What do you want people to take away after listening to a show? What do you hope they get from it? That they may have come to the podcast reading, okay, this person used to be CEO of SeaWorld. Ugh. And they come away seeing, you know, him as something different as, uh, or, you know, this person is blind. Oh my God, that's my biggest fear. Or, you know, the, the preconceived notions that these people bring, uh, a chiropractor, a vegan, that they go, okay, you know, they're, they're good, decent, level-headed people that, uh, that I, I could talk to. I, that we can find some commonality and they may be different than me, but we could connect. What would today, Christina of XX years on this planet say to 15 or 16 or 13 year old Christina? I would say, much like what you talked about in ours, go for it. Don't hold back, uh, whether it be in your personal life or professional life, because it will work out in the end. And one more, if you're willing, and I can cut this if you want me to, what would today's Christina say to Christina before the accident? (sighs) I would say accept the change. It it is okay. So much had changed because of that accident. And I was so angry for so long about it. Um, Except, you know, accept the change that it is. Ultimately, I think looking back, things are going to work out okay. We wrap up these shows with three questions. Don't panic. You know the answers. I've said that so many times. Um, (laughs) I don't think anybody's panicked yet. (laughs) The easiest one first and the best one first. Where can people find you online and where can people find both of your podcasts? They can find both of my podcasts. And by the time this airs, they'll definitely be able to find it. There's uh, either on my website, ChristinaCrowley.com. 
I have all of my podcasts on harlow.media. That is the full URL. And then, of course, um, iTunes. They can search my name, Christina with a K, Crowley with a C, and uh, my uh, my info, my podcast will pop up. And do you have any social media that they can follow? Uh, I am We as Citizens on uh, Instagram, and I'm Christina M. Crowley on Instagram also. Those are the, the main ones that I'm focused, I focus on putting out content with. Here are the last two questions. They can relate back to anything we've talked about or anything you want to say. Question number one, who inspires you? Who inspires me are people who they have real courage, whether they show it or not. Uh, People who can speak their truth, whatever that may be, whether it's easy or hard. That's that's really who inspires me because that, I think, is... uh, that is who I would like to be. I would like to have real true courage when I really sometimes don't feel like I do. And I would like that focus on speaking my truth. And because I think when you do that, you're accepting yourself and others can accept you. And the final question, and you can answer it any way you want. It's simple, long or short as you want to give us. Tell me something good. Something good is, you never know what is right around the corner in your life. There is, you know, if, if something doesn't feel good, you know, just accept that, you know, there, there may be something really good right around the corner. And then uh, I do go to this website. I can't remember the name of it uh, from time to time. And it gives you, it's good news. It's a good news website. And uh, Eric Clapton is 76 today. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be older than 76 by the time this yes, airs. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's past the 76 mark. So, uh, you know, I, I just, I think that's, I, that is good news. You know, he made it to 76 and, uh, you know, that there's the, the introspective good news. And then there's that, uh, for lack of a better word, my shallow good news. <laughs> Thank you, Christina, for sharing your good. Check out her podcast, We as Citizens, and her website to see what good she has going on next. Speaking of next, next time on World Gone Good. So I saw this job that said, we need you to be able to host. We need you to be able to write short stories, short form stories, and crawl inside of a giant heavy creature and not have claustrophobia because of no visibility. And I was like, that job sounds like it's for me. I made some adobo who's hungry. And sure enough, one by one, people would like, oh my God, I'd love to try it. Yes, I'd, you know, and I would say, if you need any food, if you, um, if you have no resources or if you have any work, but if you're hungry and you just want to have it, it's free, you can come. Amazing May continues with Betsy Zyko and John Lawrence Rivera, two artists doing incredible things. Betsy, 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 Betsy crawls inside puppets. She makes puppets come to life. She's a voiceover artist. She's an actress. She's in theater. Um, John, also in theater, theater director. He's feeding his community through Flip Kitchen. Uh, These two people, they know each other. They're great. They're beyond great. They're more than good. They're making the world a good place. Blah, blah, blah. That's all well and good. Let's put that to the side because I have to tell you, I recorded with both of them completely separately, two different days, two different times, but 
they share a connection in their past. More specifically, they both brought up the exact same story that neither one of them was at, but both experienced in their past. When you hear what they both bring up and how they both describe it exactly the same, your mind is going to do what I did. It's going to be blown Um, I will give you a hint in three words. Here are your three words. Up with people. That's all you're getting. That's in. Tune in next time to hear some world gone good. Until then, be good.